of a family guy. Really? This oh, is fuck. Hey, oh, guys. Okay, welcome wow. to Dylan and Brendan have a Simpsons <laughs> podcast. Joke, yeah. No, no. The podcast is myself and Brendan do have here. A Simpsons podcast. Did I say something wrong? Yeah, no, it's not a family podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah no, Simpsons no, podcast. Welcome to Dylan yeah. and Brendan have a Simpsons podcast. Yes, yes, just to clear it up. Yes, the podcast myself and Brendan do here as an audition for Marvel Studios. <laughs> I just and by <laughs> extension Disney. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like they probably listen to this and they can see like our witty banter, can, like yeah. oh, we could give them like a superhero team up movie. Well, they're listening you to know? us anyway. You know what I mean? That's like, a given. Yeah. <laughs> so, quick intro. I am a bit of a, a layman Simpsons fan, and Dylan here is a ultra gargantuan. Uh, uh, Mega Sonic Simpsons fan. Mega Sonic, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And together we are tackling the later seasons of The Simpsons, starting with the 31st season. That uh, is correct. Yes, <laughs> on the 14th episode now. Yes, yeah, so back to bad guy. Let's just back get right guy. into it. Yep. Uh, so yeah, our very first scene, we have the Vindicators, the family are at the theatre, as, as well as a host of other yeah, Springfield yeah. characters, and they're watching the Vindicators. Crystal Crystal Wars, is it? Crystal War, yeah. Crystal it, it's War. It's funny to me that they use the same name as the Rick and Morty episode. Yes, I know. That was a weird coincidence. Yeah, I wonder who... Was it just a coincidence first? or did someone well, copy them? I, I think, well, I think they probably thought it was funny, so they were like, let's do that, you know, because it's like... Mm. <laughs> what does vindication mean again? This is that's gonna annoy me. I have no idea. I looked it, I've not, I looked it up since. It's probably something similar as Avengers. Like it makes sense for a it's, superhero team to be, to be vindicated. I think to be vindicated, it's like to be approved of or to be sort of like it's sort of like a tongue in cheek kind of name for making fun of the Avengers. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure. But I like I liked how like the on the screenings like there was like vindicators war three D double whatever, and then mm-hmm. I said like four D. Yeah, so, so, uh, you know they're looking at four D experience like rides. Impressive, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm thinking like fourth dimension time, man. Well, four D is like there's four D rides at theme parks. They're they're also called simulator rides where you put in your glasses and they like you get like the sense of you get the sense of smell happens yeah. and then the air gets thrown at you and stuff like that. That's true, but I would prefer the joke to be that they actually cracked the fourth dimension. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't see that in this scene anyway. So but, we, we uh, cut to the the, the theatre and everyone's enthralled yes. amazed by uh, you know Jimbo is like this with movie. his girlfriend and like they're kissing and mm. they can't keep their eyes off of the screen. <laughs> of course. Uh, they're all the, the Vindicators are brawling against Chinos who has conquered yeah. the Doomsday app and will erase half of humanity. Mm. Voiced by Kevin Feige. Yeah, yeah. fuck's <laughs> sake you look at the cast just there I had, I had that as trivia no. for you at the end. No I know but I saw his <laughs> name I, know, I saw his name uh, in right. the credits as well as, as Kobe Smulders yeah uh, and I was like what the hell who the mm. who the who was that you know what I mean Kevin I was really surprised he, he does a good job he does a great job he voices job. him really yeah. well yeah <laughs> and just you wait who else is in this episode it's so weird yeah, yeah very impressive cast later on mm. so uh, Magnesium Man's funny but not too funny banter yeah. manages to distract Chinos um, allowing Airshot to pump out some air I loved uh, how this was just so clearly like selling uh, toys to kids. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like like it's like the 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 superhero is just using like a toy nerf gun. <laughs> I mean, this is like five pumps. Think of the pressure. I think it's also kind of poking fun like, you know, people say like Hawkeye's a lame superhero yeah, totally, and stuff. Totally. It's like let's give let's have our Hawkeye parody you know? be the lamest Bow fucking arrow, power yeah. ever. <laughs> Air is his power. <laughs> It reminds me though, like of like uh, you know, kind of like the, those those things that are just immediately like to market toys to kids, but you love mm-hmm. them so much, like Yu Gi Oh, GI Joe, yeah, Pokemon. True. They're all just card games and you know action figures. Yeah, I love he's pumping air out of his uh, out of his little gun. Milhouse goes <laughs> three pumps. Imagine yeah, the, pumps. Pressure. the pressure. <laughs> what I also like about this too, this episode is uh, is because they're owned by Disney now. They can directly homage and just if they want to use the characters. 
oh in their future. own universe yeah you know? totally like, yeah like, Phineas and Ferb did something similarly similar to this like years ago Phineas and Ferb did <laughs> a few years ago uh, where they did like Star Wars um, oh yeah and they were able to use just like all the characters because they're under the uh, the Disney umbrella also Mm, but they, they had like an actual Star Wars crossover with the actual characters that yeah, Marvel I mean, yeah, as well yeah. yeah which is super cool yeah, but I haven't seen those actually I'd like to yeah they might miss mm. yeah nice um, but yeah the film concludes with them all turning to crystals <laughs> the little exchange between uh, Lenny and Carol uh. wow it was called Crystal War because they were all turned to crystals hey now is not the time for your cold hearted analysis it was fun watching an audience react to like the infinity war and because that was such a a, a palpable thing when you did see it 100 you know, percent, yeah it was, it's uh, so real <laughs> another weird one was i saw uh sherry and terry's mom in the background of, of oh the, which i've never I've noticed before as a character it just looks like a been there before yeah it's yeah. really not much of her to a it's character like a, a sherry and terry clone kind of mm, that is a really a really lovely cinema experience so yeah looking back to that was like powerful mm. oh my goodness yeah yeah <laughs> i saw that opening day it was like such a fucking electric like full booked out theater electric atmosphere i, I was uh that, that's what i like with this episode too is it, it really captures or at least tries to sort of communicate with that with that kind of intensity when it was happening mm, i think it does really well i, I think it Me captures too, yeah. kind of the, the the marvel fan base and the love for the cinematic universe and stuff really and well while reaction. also parodying it yeah. yes yeah, yeah, yeah you know i think it does really well yeah I had, to, I had to really like think back when i saw who i saw this movie with because I was, <laughs> I was texting you like being like trying to no no you have to with me was, no no i found out it was it was with some guys i used to work with in uh summer camp before ah we used to all go see see movies and, and get burgers and we got we went to see uh all the marvel movies together nice there you are. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, uh, uh, Professor, Professor Frank reminds us that it's going to be a whole year till the next movie. To which Barrett goes, "A year? That's like a million years." We <laughs> 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 get a big dramatic um, Marvel film type a little little months, months later. later yeah, yeah, akin to like their their five years later in Endgame. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Seymour warns uh, all the kids of a new trend that's been going around. Mm-hmm. And Nelson wonders, is it the Paprika Challenge? Yes, uh, with paprika Ralph thinks, all over it. <laughs> yeah, Ralph thinks it might be the eight ball challenge. <laughs> he just has an eight ball in his mouth. <laughs> and um, he shows him a video of Reaction Guy. Who, curiously enough, doesn't actually react to anything. No! He, do, he, do, he does the challenges and he's like, it's That's the point. To. <laughs> yeah, I never he's thought of like... that. <laughs> Not actually reacting to He just to does anything. stunts, like. <laughs> and you react to it by watching yeah, it. Yeah, I suppose. This is like a very typical like YouTuber oh, it's, that's name. That's exactly it. It's, yeah, yeah. It's YouTube a, placeholder name. I think it's almost like just commenting on that, on that era of just like fucking, if you remember the, all the internet challenges. Mm. There's still ones now, isn't Oh, there? yeah. More probably. Mm, yeah. I'm sort of getting stupider and stupider by the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, he's flag doing. Flag yourself challenge. Yes, the flag yourself challenge <laughs> where you go up on a pole and you turn yourself into a flag. Like JD and that episode of Scrubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Very similar. Um, Barry is immediately intrigued. Uh, uh, straight away. Uh, next mm-hmm. scene, yeah. Very yeah, next yeah. scene. Yeah, we have a, another dramatic boom five minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Barry is now calling himself Reaction Bart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And him and Milhouse and some of the other kids are are, are going about flagging himself up on Yes, the, yes, so yeah. The, mm-hmm. the and, and Milhouse, of course, yeah, he goes about flagging himself, um, leaving a shout-out and thanks to his, his, his boy, White Skinner, yeah. uh, for putting him onto this. And buy their merch. <laughs> buy his merch, yeah. <laughs> he goes up on the thing saying, buy my merch, his merch is coming! Yeah. <laughs> and he also says, I love his little line, uh, I can see my haters from here, but they don't even know it. <laughs> I loved Milhouse's line just before, like, 
Chaji Strikes Beneath he goes <laughs> whoa his obliques must be shredded <laughs> I gotta check him out next time we go swimming whatever <laughs> <laughs> what that's like <laughs> <laughs> and then at this moment, uh, uh, the the they tied Bart, you know, like to to weigh him down onto like the cannon that's outside the elementary yes. school. Yes, and apparently elementary schools were setting it like a huge sheer drop. Mm. I don't know about that before, but it is no, now. It works. So. Yeah, and that uh, that uh, Bart unties the rope, but it like clasps onto Millhouse. Yeah, and it looks it, for a moment it looks like Bart's going to yeah, yeah, get yeah. in trouble. But of course, Millhouse, no, not doing anything other than being there to witness this, ends up being the culprit. So the string so. grabs Millhouse and just takes him, propelling him down this hill. Oh, Millhouse violence is always hilarious. Yeah, of course. It's a, yeah, it's, it's way very, better. It's way funnier that yeah, Bart being the person who should have gotten injured yeah, gets off yeah. scot free. Well, that's how the majority <laughs> of, of of like Millhouse's like grievances come about. Like just undeserved from associating with Bart. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So he winds up in a hospital anyway. <laughs> I love his line here too, where he's like, "Most of my muscles are wrapped around the wrong bones." <laughs> like a full body God, cast. Yeah. The, dudes, the kids just fucking teetotaled. <laughs> yeah. So back comes they bring him a balloon, um, saying it's a girl, which he quickly turns into. Yeah. You're a boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Mills gets taken away for a sponge bath, and uh, Bart decides to make himself at home in his hospital bed. He's <laughs> drinking the drinking glucose. glucose right in, right from his. <laughs> Glucose? Oh, don't mind if I do coast. And then who shows up but uh Airshot himself? Name, yeah, Airshot himself. Oh uh, yeah, Glenn Glenn Tangier. Then Glenn yes, that's it. Yes, Glenn he, Tangier. Yes, so he's he's he's, he's um, alcoholic boozy. Very nervous about What country is this guy? This <laughs> guy <laughs> kind of fucking Like the closest thing I would say is Australia, but, but it's like sometimes it's like British Kinda of cockney. Yeah. yeah. And later on, a uh, comic book guy describes him as Tasmaniodontist <laughs> Which is Tasmania Like fucking Just a mix up Of all of them From everywhere and nowhere This guy But he's he's uh, Swigging from his hip flask And he's going to do Like a kind of yeah. a, <laughs> Make a wish foundation there. Yeah he's, he's binging alcohol And he's incredibly nervous About uh, <laughs> About being Milhouse About being this sick kid mm. <laughs> when he arrives in the nurses are just absolutely overwhelmed to see Airshot himself <laughs> the nurse like points um, points him towards where Milhouse's room is with her breasts <laughs> and the other nurse goes flirt much and the response yeah, we can't all be married to Ogdenville's car dealer king <laughs> it's like the most like strangely specific detail such a yeah, I love that glimpse into so these much. people's lives yeah <laughs> So he finds Bart, who immediately, like, no question, no conscience, right or yeah. thinks well, for a second that he, he shouldn't do this. A second, but only out of confusion. A split second, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. So he pretends to be Milhouse, but he pretends to be a sick kid. Um, <laughs> but Glenn is very relieved that at least he, he finds out his, his illness can't get any worse. Yeah, yeah. Extremely relieved by that. He mentions that he never wanted to be an actor. He wanted to be a koala butcher like yeah. his father. <laughs> a koala butcher like my father. That's kind of why I thought, like, mm. Australian. <laughs> That was I was convinced Koala he was butcher. English up until that line. Yeah, and true. then Tansmaniodontist comes out of nowhere. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know who voices Glenn? Oh, it's it's yeah, it's it's a uh, guy who's married to Kobe Smulders. Yes. What's his name? Taram. Taran Killam. Taran Killam. That's yes. it, exactly it. Mm. Yeah. He was on SNL for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, good, good couple of years. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So he falls asleep and just got with complete relief that. Millhouse is going to be okay, yeah, and as yeah. he falls asleep, Bart steals his um his copy of Indicators Two Resurgence. Yes, and he says, "Sweet 
uh, Boomerang Jeebus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something that Glenn yeah, would I say. I liked his like funny, uh, his his like little like impression of Milhouse for a second. He's like, oh, mm. I'm not, I'm not, Mil-. and then he goes like, of course I'm Milhouse. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very true. So he, he watches the whole movie anyway, and is just absolutely overwhelmed by it. Yeah, yeah, he goes through all the stages of Endgame. Mm. And then quickly realizes that with a whole a whole month before the movie comes out, that he has like this extreme power. Yes. Yeah. That to be he, a tremendous brat. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So uh, he goes to comic book guy, um, trying to like fill him in on what happens in the movie. Um, he shows him like a, a little clip that he recorded from his phone. I like how he comes in too and he just goes, yo, fat Thor. It's like so there is. like Endgame or whatever actually already exists in this universe as well as yeah. the Vindicators. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Fourth wall break. Would this episode have came out past Endgame? I actually um, don't know the, the exact release date. I think I think it would have. Yeah, I mean, I, I literally have no idea, so there's no I point think, in me yeah. <laughs> pretending I do. Um, but yeah, then he goes. Uh, oh yeah, in, the, in, the, in that little clip, it's like this: this villain is taking <laughs> down Deadshot or, or Airshot, and it's like you're dead, Airshot. Not as long as I can breathe air. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Action hero movie line. <laughs> What's called? And then also, comic book guy says, "Sweet Batarang, Jesus." Mm. <laughs> That's a switch up of. Uh, That's uh, some great catchphrases going on. It also says, "Do not enter dramatically on the door," which I thought. Like, oh, a nice little touch. <laughs> didn't spot that. That's great. Comic book guy decides that he doesn't want it ruined for him, as it's yeah. going to be the biggest movie of the year, or nay century, nay summer. Epoch. Yeah. What does epoch mean? An epoch is like epoch. A, 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 a huge. Uh, I think it, it, it's a it's a, cl- a period of time, like it's it's an an age, I believe. Ah, would be like a synonym for epoch. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah. So um, he yeah, has a, he has a bit of back and forth first. He's like, you know, tell me nothing, uh, but but my curiosity consumes me. Mm. Silence. Speak. Speak not. Expound. <laughs> Great little moment for him. And then he rips up the comic. He was like, uh, uh, you know. Going offering, by yes, Mister Three AM or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Watchman probably refer- like you know, mm. <laughs> homage maybe. Yes, and um, yeah, and then he's like, and now I can continue to be comic book guy. Yeah, <laughs> and so in, in in return for him not telling him what happens yeah. in the movie, Barrett basically just fucking just wipes out the comic book just, store. Yeah, just steals all his shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what would you give me not to find out what happens? Be gone, spoiler boy. Spoiler boy, <laughs> I like that. You get like a fun little montage of Barrett just blackmailing the shit out of Springfield. Yeah, Springfield <laughs> Elementary. He turns up in school, and Jimbo's like, "Do what he says, or we'll spoil the movie." <laughs> Martin gives himself a swirly um, to wash his to wash his virgin ears. The lunch lady gives him extra, uh, you know, like good food because uh, she's going to the two dollar theater with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend. <laughs> When it comes to the two dollar theater, so yeah, like, it's not gonna be here straight to, away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna have to wait longer than a month. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I always thought her name was Lunch Lady Doris, and I looked up and it's Doris. Lunch Lady Dora. No, it's definitely Lunch Lady Doris. Really? Yeah. I just saw it on IMDb there. No, that'd be a mistake. It's a hundred percent Lunch yeah, Lady Doris. I it was too. Yeah. I wouldn't rarely say that I'm right over IMDb, but, but I'm quite confident here. Surely, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely Lunch Lady Doris. Yeah. Hmm. Um. What's it called? Uh, a Skinner tries Skinner to threatens in. tension, yeah. yeah. Uh, Barrett asks for his toupee. <laughs> to which Skinner goes, well, what are you talking about? I don't <laughs> have one. <laughs> and he says that if he doesn't give it to him, that he'll tell him what happens to his favourite character, Black, Black Voodoo. Voodoo. <laughs> cut to Barrett's in his room wearing Principal Skinner's toupee. At home, he's just immediately convinced. Immediately thinks that, that he, yeah. <laughs> Principal Skinner is lying down on Barrett's bed. 
<laughs> Miss Mr. Principal Skinner, what do we owe the pleasure? <laughs> so Bert then another little detail is that he's he's reading this like a cellar taped Doctor Three AM. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but uh, I like this bit because it's just like so Bart, Bart tries to blackmail uh, Omer, Omer, the same as he's been doing. <coughs> excuse me to everybody else, but. Unfortunately, dads rule all because Omar. they don't care Omar about give what you're shit. interested in. Mm. <laughs> they don't give a shit. Which they preempted too because he was asleep in the theater. Exactly. Also. Yeah, totally. Yeah. This is such. This is so great too because um, the second half of Infinity War was on over Christmas, and I've been wanting to get my dad to like watch this, <laughs> and it was definitely the wrong choice not to get it, like watch from the set or whatever. I was going to say, yeah, has he not seen the other movies? Uh, some of the ones leading up. Okay. He didn't, he didn't see that, you know, the media ones. Mm. But he just didn't care for it. and was like, how was there even a story there? <laughs> like, so fair. Just so relatable, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so funny because to me, like, Infinity War is a fantastic just... Oh, it is. You know what I think <laughs> you know? I think it's because if you watch from the start, then Thanos is your protagonist. Yeah. But if so you watch good. it halfway through, you I don't know, you're spending a lot of time with the villain and it doesn't feel... Uh, balanced and if you i don't know if you're a dad hmm. you sort of have to uphold a certain yeah amount of uh totally we also like all these characters who are meeting who are meeting um for the first time like that's so exciting as someone who's yeah. seen all these movies totally whereas for someone who hasn't seen these movies you don't care to star lord and thor are meeting but it, <laughs> yeah. they should be good enough movies to make you excited anyway I think. yeah they you know, should be i'm not sure if they are it's, it's world-blowing well, that's a that's a failing in the movie, then. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying yeah. that that's my opinion. I'm just saying maybe they're not. Do you know? I, no, I I couldn't say because I'm such a fan of them. It it, it does make me uh. So if if you don't look at, I mean, you're definitely missing about fifty percent. At the very most, you're missing at least fifty percent of Infinity War not having seen the other movies. One hundred percent. Yeah, because it's it's paying off so much. Of the else, but so a story much. still has to stand on its own. You know, of course. Yeah, totally. I. Yeah, I, I don't know. Here's the thing about Infinity War, though. Here's the thing about Infinity War, is that I think that um, it's it's really interesting and impressive what they do with Thanos by, like, fleshing out mm. uh, him as, as the character. And that is why, for me, the rest of the stuff is a bit scattered. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a phenomenal movie, but they're kind of meant to be. Because mm-hmm. cause Thanos is your protagonist. He's your guy for this one. Yeah, for you sure. I mean? mm. it's, 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 it's a very different experience, for sure. Um, great, great ending as well, of course. Oh, fantastic movie! I mean, I'm 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 a huge MCU nerd. I would I yeah. would never pretend to be otherwise. Mm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I love Homer's lines. But before we get to the next scene, I loved his line. Um, oh, let me guess, the good guys were in the end. <laughs> yeah, and Bart's like, who told you? <laughs> <laughs> so like, shook. Exactly my dad's reaction to the you know the end. They all like like thing that I was like, whoa, are you, you know, and he was like, is that was that the last one? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, so there's another one. So they they save them, don't they? Yeah, there's <laughs> going like, to be twenty what? more. <laughs> Never he was impervious <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, so then Homer goes to Moe's with uh, yeah. Skinner's toupee. Or right before this, Bart is like, um, "What? Since since I can't use my powers against against you, what if Maybe we use them for you? For you, yeah." yeah. <laughs> Homer turns up to Moe's wearing Skinner's toupee now himself, <laughs> and he goes, "Drink beers on me, yeah! but paid for by Moe." And I'm not even gonna dignify that with a what. <laughs> I know yeah. this is what everybody gets free drinks except for Curly and Barfly. Barfly, yes. Just to clarify, last week I, I couldn't remember those two guys' names, the two uh, nothing characters who were always mm. in the bar. It's Curly and Barfly. <laughs> Definitely. <yeah. laughs> I remember Curly, I couldn't remember Barfly. Barfly is even more of a nothing name. It's so name. funny that it's Barfly. <laughs> Barfly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Have they ever said anything? 
I don't think so. They may have in the early seasons, but that would have been like when they were before they established who's home as friends, kind of. Yeah, exactly. It would have been when Lenny and Carol were just as nothing as they were. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. They definitely haven't like in years and years and years anyway. Um, I like how Bart, like a mafioso, starts sharing his like supervillain spoiler powers. Yeah, (laughs) it's uncharacteristic of Bart, and it's kind of nice. Totally, I I love Bart in this episode. Fascinating. (laughs) Just that when they play that song, and he's just walking around in the t-shirt. <laughs> so he tra- he threatens to spoil the movie for Mo. And then Mo says, "Don't spoil it for me, because I'm planning on taking my yes. girlfriend to the two dollar theater." <laughs> Such a good setup and punch, like brilliant. Mo is going out with the lunch lady Dara. It, it checks out to me. It does. It does, and it makes me happy for Mo. <laughs> it does. Yeah, go Mo. Yeah. I doubt they'll last, but <laughs> go Mo. Um, and then uh, yeah, the next not, morning. Not the only uh, interesting. Uh, uh, pairing of characters in this episode I'll get to it later when it comes up oh, I can't think of I'm sure I'll remember once we get to it but yeah mm, mm. Um, oh actually just real quick do you mind mm. if we get a, a quick message from our sponsors uh, sure yeah awesome so uh, you know we've reached pretty far and wide with this podcast yeah, yeah. Uh, so much so that we've uh, getting offers round huh, the out of the clock, wazoo all around the place we've had so, to turn down so, sponsors oh my god so many so many so <laughs> You know, I thought I'd, I'd I wouldn't mind you know tossing some of her success kind of yeah. back a little bit. So this sponsor today is uh, my dad. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Christopher Morris sponsoring today, and my dad That's is so he, ironic. He's a simple. He's man. came up a few times already. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Subtle it, sponsoring. It, well, this this episode features some you know kind of kind of uh, a fatherly homeless and, homeless mm. and stuff. But my, my dad's a simple man, right? I asked him what he wanted uh, to be you know sort of. Um, Put out for him like on the podcast. What did he want? And he's a simple man, you know. He, he, he just yeah. simple tastes. He just want to make a, a plutocratic money laundering business, okay? Okay. For Russian oligarchs, not specifically Russian oligarchs, but just for the aspiring oligarch to um, launder their money. It's an oligarch. An oligarch is so. An oligopoly is a system that is controlled by several people. Who have most of everything? A monopoly is one. An oligarchy. Uh, he uh, he's given us a hundred and fifty rubles. He is a simple man. He's just a simple man. He <laughs> yeah. just it, he just wants to support, you know, <laughs> all oligarchs uh, in their money laundering, mm. plutocratic uh, endeavors. Right. Do you know. Yes. <laughs> uh, he also well. left us some tips. Okay. Oh, so some some notes. <laughs> yeah, some some dadderly, some dadderly wisdom. Oh, great. Uh, he said, "Money talks." Bullshit walks. <laughs> be pure. Be vigilant. Behave. Be vigilante. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that one's actually from a, a nemesis, the warlock. <laughs> ah, simple um, man, simple man. What else? He also thought, said I could call him uh, Boris if, if we wanted. Boris. I love the you know, Russian oligarchs, but I, 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 was, ah. I was like, Christopher, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Boris. No, no need. Mm. So thank you so much for the 150 rubles. Uh, if any aspiring oligarchs are listening and you have too much wealth on your hands, you give will, us a shout. Clean some of that money up. <laughs> Get on to my dad. Next week we'll be sponsored by Russian oligarchs. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you very much for the sponsorship. Am I allowed yeah. to say his actual name? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thank definitely. you, Chris Morris. And everybody else, call, Morris. call your dad. Give him a give, give him, him a call. Give him a call. Everybody, give him a call. Sponsors this week are dads. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a call. I know I won't. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> our very next scene is. Um, where's our very next scene? We have uh, Homer is, is. 
right oh. before that, it's the next morning, and Homer is very hungover. <laughs> as yeah. uh, Bart's powers got me more drunk than I could ever be. <laughs> I love Bart's little line here, just this uh, power mother as always. I I'm worried that all this blackmail is turning Bart into a bad person. I, lo I like, uh, even though it's only small, Marge's qualms over, and, and like sort of strife over uh, Bart's soul in this episode is so sweet. Yeah, very sweet. That probably would be my one little... I think this is a great episode. One yeah. of my small criticisms would be that that could have gone a little gone further. Gone a bit more, okay. That okay. it was very kind of one note. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, you know, I hear you. I hear more you. could have been done with that, yeah. I think I was enjoying Bart so much that I only even noticed kind of now that storyline. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like and so now noticing it, I'm like, yeah, that's really, you know... I, 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 I definitely noticed it because obviously I, wa I, I watched the episode through once and I, yeah. I, and I watch it and I like pause it to record that's, the audio. That's what I started doing. So now I too. could really like feel the... Yeah. Um, how little they were doing with that. It kept coming back, but it was kind of the same every time. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Because for me, I think I only caught up on it, like, properly later on. Yeah. In the episode. And by then, it was, like, a very interesting strike. Mm. I, still, I still really liked it. Yeah, yeah. My, my, small, my small thing just be that I felt more could have been done with it. It yeah, kind of stayed flat a little bit for me, yeah. But uh, anyhow, yeah, so... Uh, Lisa gets involved in Bart's little exploiting. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to uh, the school dance. Did you, did you see the sign? Was Awkwardness on her stairs. Oh, yeah. Which is <laughs> bang on to what these freaking. That's the fucking I mean, we didn't have oh we, we didn't God. have school dances. We had less glamorous. We had freaking yeah, um, uh, underage discos. Underage teen discos. They yeah, were, they were in my primary school. Awkwardness under the stairs. Exactly. Teen or or just you know underage you know dances too. Dances, yeah. <laughs> Oh just, my like, god! Just whatever you, you <laughs> couldn't relate as long as you were in some kind of uh, an activity where you where you stood on the opposite end of the room from the boys for yeah. a while. <laughs> oh my god! You'd show up and you take your fucking corridors. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. those were horrific. But then whenever you did start dancing with the girls, you felt like the fucking king of the world. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> those things were just a huge, like you know, hormone bomb. <laughs> They would fucking drop you in the dark with a bunch of other people your age and just be like, "Yeah, dance, get all of your fucking uh, uh, hormones out." Totally. I remember our first ever um, teen disco in first year um, was ran by the fourth years, obviously tra oh, transition yeah, yeah. year. Yeah. It, I remember there was like there was two girls in, in that in transition year. They were really cute. Yeah. <laughs> I remember at the freaking. At, at, at the freaking disco they were like giving me loads of attention like dancing with me and stuff and I was like oh my god this, I'm so cool the fourth years are giving me attention I'm only in first year yeah. a couple of years later I realised that they were giving me attention because I was clearly not doing well so <laughs> they were trying to boost my confidence <laughs> when, when did you find that out though who said that to you it was. It was. It, no one. I, no one said it to me. It was just kind of like general you, reflection as I got yeah, older. I get you, I get you know what I mean? Once I was in fourth year, and I was the one delegating first years at the at the teen discos. I get you. You know? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Oh, they were giving me attention because they <laughs> felt bad for me. <laughs> Not because they thought I was cute. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Neo Grady. You I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> Thank you, Neo Grady. your name. <laughs> Sponsor the podcast. I think she's engaged now. Anyway, <laughs> she, just, she just found a, a different first year, man. Neil Grady, you were you were Dylan's dream girl. You really were for a oh. minute. I'm not gonna lie, because <laughs> you were so nice nice to me, but you're also older. So imagine yeah. if she's listening to this. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to her anyway. So. We played this little yeah, recording at our wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Neil Vergrady's just like 
Uh, the moment I knew <laughs> just say her full Dylan name Harris was the 20 man, times was the man I wanted to uh, uh, marry was during the season 31 episode 14 <laughs> podcast episode oh, of back the, the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> I think so <laughs> Brennan Morris and Dylan uh, just talking about Brennan's dad over and over again <laughs> <laughs> oh just something about the way he spoke about his friend's dad the way about how he talked about secondary school <laughs> Okay. Anyhow, the yeah. school dance. <laughs> school dance. Yeah, so Barrett's decent on, on, on the action, and uh, she's taking Glenn as the date to her. Yeah, to, everyone to the is dance. so impressed. So impressed, yeah. Nice. <laughs> He's there because Barrett's threatened to tell the studio about um, Glenn showing him the movie, mm. Mm. unless he goes to the dance with Lisa, basically. Yeah, and, and then and then uh, uh, Glenn like threatens him. You think I'm your jolly swagman, do you? Well, my jumbuck's gonna be free from your tucker bag next Thursday when that movie goes wide on every screen in creation. And after that, you're nothing. So Barris like, okay, he's he's right. I had to act fast. So he threatens to spoil the movie unless um, Spring the Springfielders turn at their beloved old Susie tree. Yeah, everyone loves this one tree in there. This tree, <laughs> yeah. Unless he turned into a treehouse in the next twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fat Tony makes a little death threat against I the ten-year-old, yeah. which is funny because he's always liked Bart in the past. Oh, it's got, it's got a lot of Bart, yeah. yeah he yeah, just stabs yeah. a cake. Yeah. <laughs> but here's an interesting one. Okay, in the crowds when people were like paired up, mm. Otto was quite close to. I haven't checked the 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 character's name, but you know the the, the hairdresser character who's um who's gay by by Hank Azaria, and he's oh, sort of like um, a copy of Julio. Julio, yeah, he's kind of a copy of the, the character from The Birdcage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the character that hangs out exactly, plays. Exactly, like mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah. Um, they were together, and then later on they're together going into the... In the episode going into the movie. Right, are, are they, like, holding There's hands? nothing like... Is something romantic? Uh, no, but they're, they're, they're closer... They're paired closer together than... they. To me, it kind of looks like they're, like, a couple. I don't know. Hmm. But I don't think it's like going heavy-handedly, kind of. Yeah, I mean, like when you mentioned the tree, I would have that they were together at the tree. I would have said, well, yeah. that was probably just they they just threw chance, in background so. characters. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you yeah. said that they were it was more than once. Then it that's was interesting. it was twice in the episode, and if you look at the people in the crowd, it's mm. like you know, like Doctor Hibbert and Miss Hibbert, like yeah, are they're up. all couples. Uh, yeah, they're all couples, more or less. Uh, or or if if the bystanders are standing here, they're not standing as close as the couples. Okay, okay, you know, it was, yeah. It was interesting. So, it but maybe, interesting. They're just, maybe they're talking about. That's a fascinating hands, one. But that's a cool one. I mean, I could totally see Otto, Otto being experimenting. Bisexual, yeah, I mean? totally. Like, uh, that, of all the characters, it makes sense. The the, 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 the perfect character to something they hadn't explored yeah. before. That, that'd be the perfect character to do that with. And yeah. I think it's interesting that if that's where they were going, they didn't just go for it. They yeah, put, they're they hinting. Se- they seeded it in the background. That's very interesting to me. That's very fascinating. Yeah, let's see if anything comes maybe, of that. Or maybe just an animator was like, oh, I'm going to shit my Maybe yeah, my an animator's having like, fun yeah. with himself, yeah, <laughs> keeping himself entertained. <laughs> Nothing's ever going to happen with it. <laughs> yeah, he just ships them like Vegan Greg. Like. <laughs> His own little fantasy. Oh, yeah, and, and Moe and Dutch Lady, Lunch Lady Doris are together. Oh, there is a. Yeah, oh, well. great. I that's, love that's, that. That's why I like, you know. <laughs> nice. Please keep that up, no, Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see more of that. So then uh, Milhouse uh, turns turns yeah. up and don't you it, hey buddy me? Yeah, he's absolutely outraged uh, with with Barth for stealing um, his visit from Glenn and informs him that he's a villain as he's using his powers for evil. Yeah, and he's just like, okay, I will grant you the optics and the lair are less than ideal. Yeah, because that's, that's uh, uh, Milhouse says that he blackmailed the whole town to build the lair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so true. Like. Yeah, he's like, yeah, okay, you're pretty bang on there. I, I will give you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
and uh, then Magnesium Man turns up. Yeah, it just shows up. This bit was wild. Oh, this is the moment where it kind of goes, oh, right. what the hell's going on here? This is interesting, yeah. He, he gets thrown into, like, a portal. He makes a portal on, on Bart's tree, yeah. And just throws him throws in. Bart, throws Bart into yeah, it, yeah. Dimension bender here. Mm, and that concludes our, our second act, and then we're boom into our third act. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bart is now in the Vindicator's world. Yes, their alternate dimension kind of sham gaff. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they warn him against spoilers, saying that uh, because he... Because he shows up his like selfish actions. Yeah, exactly. Because he showed that scene of Airshot surviving yeah. the comic book guy that the controllers of the Marbell universe yeah. <laughs> um, have have uh, killed Airshot off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or it was like the villains in the universe used the spoiler they saw yes, in the yes. real world to tape his mouth shut. And yeah, exactly. Kill yeah. Him. Yeah. And killed him off. And uh, some great cameos here. Really yeah, awesome cameos, yeah, yeah, yeah really yeah. cool characters, great designs, the animation is absolutely lovely. Kobe Smulders is playing Hydrangea or the plant yes. woman. Yes, uh, Kobe uh, Smulders, exactly. I like this, um, Taryn Killam probably got a part because he's Kobe Smulders' wife, yeah. <laughs> but got the best part of the episode. That's true, actually. <laughs> Kobe, yeah, that's Kobe really Smulders' true. husband, I should say, not wife. That's true, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got the best guest role, for sure. <laughs> that's so true, that's so true. I wonder if it was... Yeah, of course it would be because of Colleen Smulders. She's because, in the Avengers. Yeah, 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 like he's the only cast member who isn't Marvel Even, related. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 <laughs> so we then find out that Barry is in a virtual reality simulation, yeah. uh, ran by the studio. And and little cameo then from Joe and Anthony Russo. Yeah, they, yeah, freaking Joe and Anthony Russo, the yeah. Russo brothers, are the <laughs> the executives. They just look exactly like themselves. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I, I didn't even know until the end. I was like, that's so yeah, cool. No, that was the Russo brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just had this little like line of like guest stars. They're so funny. Yeah, that's really hilarious. These are the one lines that annoyed me in the episode. Though. This is the only graphic of the whole episode. Mm. And so it's fine, but it was like when it comes out, they're all like so like. I can't believe he doesn't realize it's virtual reality. He didn't know that there was a portal. I kind of I thought this line was funny. He didn't. I can't believe he didn't notice that the dimensional portal in his backyard was just a garbage bag full of glow sticks. I thought that detail was funny. I just thought the way uh, I just thought it, it felt so like expedition-y. Like we know what's going on. Yeah, I know what you mean. We didn't need. To, you know, he could have picked almost up and just shook it. it almost and said some you know a word or two. Mm, almost saying it is yeah. making it worse. And if you just didn't tell us it's, it's, how Bart doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, it's telling rather than show. You know, mm. show don't tell kind of thing. I feel ya. But that was that's the only gripe I have for the whole episode, really. Oh, okay. I've, I, for some reason, thought you might have uh, you might have been against the, the gaslighting line. I love that line. Oh, that was so hilarious. Much. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So Marge is worried that um, that that this whole experience might traumatize Bart. Yeah. Uh, to which Homer says that there's nothing wrong with little black, a uh, little gaslighting. Remember how you always say that, Marge? Remember how you remember, always say that? Remember? <laughs> She's like, mm hmm. <laughs> Homer is just straight up gaslighting his Wait, wife. That bit's not in the episode. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Still. <laughs> It's too real. Remember, it's not Dylan. That bit's not in the episode. This podcast isn't actually sponsored by your dad. It's sponsored by my what? dad. This whole what? time. You remember? You, you said my dad earlier. What? <laughs> God, it really what? is horrible, isn't it? Even joking about it actually feels horrific. Man, you reverse <laughs> gaslit me way too easy, man. Yeah, what can I say? Like crazy. It's not, you haven't convinced me about it. Scary. So the, the producers say man. that this movie bombing would have um, yeah. dire consequences. Like it could lead the world economy. Yes, it could lead, lead to failed theme parks, unsold Halloween costumes, mm. and mass suicide by popcorn farmers. Yeah, yeah. It's like the global economy will collapse like a house of cards. Is that what you want, little girl? Yeah. Getting all up in Lisa's grill. She's all like, "Is this a like- bit too much to make sure that one?" boy doesn't spoil a movie for a town <laughs> and this is the moment that's interesting with marriage where she's all like oh is the is, oh no it's they, they increase the intensity on the 
thing. Under, under the simulation, yeah. Yeah, and like marriage is all like, oh, will Bart, you know, make the right choice? Yeah, exactly. You prove he's a good person. Prove he's a good person. You know, they you turn know. it up and he gets kidnapped by um by some of like henchmen. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they're turning the simulation the the intensity up. Yeah, exactly. He gets uh. kidnapped by these henchmen, a magnesium man. Um, okay, let's mention as well, magnesium <laughs> man, fucking spot on. By Hank Azaria. By Hank Azaria. So good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really likes the way that Robert Downey Jr. plays. Tony totally. Stark's like sarcasm. Yeah, <laughs> he gets yeah, yeah. it so bad on. It almost made me when I was relooking over who. Um, <clears throat> when I was looking, relooking over like the the void guest stars, I was like, mm. hmm, who was that? You know, magnesium man. Yeah, that was. I like that one line too. That's like, I don't know, Chinos. You say Utopia, but I'm here and kill everyone. <laughs> I, and I really don't want to find a new dry cleaner. It's such a... Oh, so good. It's but such it, an Iron Man line. Just enough tongue-in-cheek, too, to make it like that they're making fun of the Iron Man. Exactly, yeah. Or Denny Jr.ness of it, you know. Totally, it's so good. <laughs> but yeah, Magnesium Man warns Bart, uh, not, not, not to spoil the movie, and also warns him against... Well, sorry, Hy- Hydrania actually warns him against yeah. piracy, which hurts everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and looks to the audience as she says that. Looks at the camera. Right to the camera. Yeah. And then... Uh, Chinos offers Barrett the ultimate. Yeah, so he wants Barrett to tell him what happened, and in exchange, he's going to give him a bunch of powers, yeah. multiple powers, and yeah. he get a little, like, cool little he character designs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the whole deal. He doesn't have Chinos doesn't have the Infinity Gems. He has like apps. Mm-hmm. That's the whole joke. And a phone, there. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he shows him all these different powers that he give Barrett. One of them was like Ghost Riders and cool little character designs mm-hmm. of different versions of Barrett. This is the moment. I jumped the gun. This is the moment where. Bart's soul is at stake mm-hmm. and marriage is just like oh no he's totally gonna just screw us all over <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and prove that he's a bad person yeah prove that yeah. Mm. yeah but Bart ends up refusing informing Chinos that in order to defeat the Vindicators that he would have to eat his shorts yeah yeah saves the day mm-hmm. so he destroys the Doomsday app with his slingshot and uh, he saves the Vindicators yeah uh, <laughs> and then like uh, Joe and Anthony Russo are like looking and they realise he's not gonna say to, to tell he's like alright no one's gonna talk. The movie's safe. We'll let him live. For now. They realize that he's gonna make the right choice and not spoil the movie. For now. <laughs> <laughs> just gaslit, like traumatized this kid. Just to, <laughs> to save their franchise. What's and that line they have as well? It's like, oh, we don't like to call it gaslighting. We like to call it like an, an immersive fan experience or something. I, know, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I, I love a marriage goes, um, our son's a good person. Yeah. And he goes, but he's so stupid. So, so stupid. <laughs> Pretty rich coming from Homer. Yeah, <laughs> funny though. <laughs> so then Barth thinks that he's been transported back yeah. to Springfield. Um, he, he goes up to Marge and Homer and apologizes to them. And uh, we see we see that they're still being watched by Marable. Um, yeah, yeah. Who's who say that they leave that they leave them survive for now? And we scroll down and there's a bomb underneath and the bed. And it plays the fucking Disney theme. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, like a jarring like, version of it. Is, is when like Marge is like, when can we tell him? And Homer's like. Or uh, so I know. Uh, Homer's like, when can we tell him? Mm. Marge's like, never. And that's when they're like, okay, no one's gonna talk. We we can they can like the movie's safe. We'll let them live for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, then we see the bomb in the bed, and it just says disarm, and the disarm is spelled in like the Disney font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lovely middle finger. <laughs> so in in a, in a little tag, then we get Barrett. Some creepy uh, Disney music before for the credits. 
Yes, yeah, really, really cool, yeah, jarring. And, uh, yeah, Barrett, in, like, Scrooge fashion, tells all the town of Springfield that he's not going to spoil the movie for them. and to stop making his treehouse, and he's given back all his, you know, stolen Yeah, he's a good person again, yeah, he's seen the error of his ways. (laughs) And then through narration, uh, lovely narration by Harry Shear, we get informed that um, he never did tell anyone what happened in the movie, and that they all saw it spoiler-free and completely... Straight after the movie, all went on their phones and spoiled it for everyone else. <laughs> Great yeah. insight into how horrible just everyone in Springfield is. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny though because this is this this episode really tapped into two as well. Um, the whole you know viral thing of don't spoil the end game. Mm-hmm. You know of how, how huge that important was, yeah. and how uh, people really. I felt like people were kind of keeping to it. Mm. Still finds some spoilers here and there, but just so much more than was kept from. You know. The limelight then. Yeah, totally. And Marvel just do an amazing job of like keeping Fantastic. it. Yeah. 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 Making sure people don't find out about stuff and everything. I still remember freaking the day, the day after the, um, what's it called? Force Awakens came out. And looked in the comments of so- I hadn't seen the movie yet. Looked in the comments of something and just saw Han Solo dies in capitals. Like, oh fucking great, oh, thank so you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's like some these meme videos before that would just like be playing like something. And then just stop for a second, and for like a whole like six seconds, it would just have like a spoiler in the middle <sighs> of the street. Like assholes. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> to this day, like whenever, like when the Oscars is out, or you know, a big Marvel film or yeah. something like that, I am very cautious of going online. From, yeah, yeah. Totally. If I see anything, like well, if because I because the cookies try to send it your way as well. Exactly. You know, yeah. Like, you know, spoilers and oh. Mm, like if I see like Iron Man's face or something like that, I will just scroll past it so fast that there's mm. a big Marvel film out that I haven't seen yet. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Do you think I I don't really like uh, seeing ratings for things before I see them? Oh no, me neither. I, mean, I used to used to always look at Rotten always, Tomatoes. Yeah. Now I'm like no because it actually just ruins the experience. It changes. For you. It gives you a prefit. Yeah. I quite yeah. Like, I quite like listening to say like you know Jeremy Jans on YouTube is I still quite enjoy because he just talks about the movie. Hmm. But still, I suppose it still is a similar thing of giving you a kind of a, an impression beforehand. Yeah, no, I, I don't look at anything anymore. Anything, I, don't, yeah. I don't want to form my own opinion of it. Actually, no, it depends. If it's something important, I won't watch the review before either. Mm. I'll just go in clean. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, yeah, I just want to form my own opinion. Because I, I think def- definitely in the past, I used to like... I was like, okay, well, their opinion is my opinion, I guess. Because that's the yeah. popular opinion, so that must be mine. Whereas now I'm like, no, if the film has 20% and I like it, I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm. My it's funny, it's funny how, many, how many movies I, I convinced myself I did or did not like because it was popular because the, or because popular, it was unpopular. unpopular exactly yeah, yeah 100%. it's like when you, when you kind of like convince yourself you didn't like something and then again in cult following you were like god damn it yeah I could have said that <laughs> totally yeah, I think I'm very much of the, of the opinion now like of, t- t- don't don't try and like unvalidate your own feelings towards something yeah. you yeah. know just because everybody else is saying that it's great does not mean you have to think it's great and vice versa. Uh, and also it's 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 good to uh, not be too confident in anyone's opinion of anything. No. You know, take everything. Everything is subjective. Like, yeah, 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 totally. It's kind of, you know. Like I think Lincoln's back in action is should be on the INDB top 250, but it's just not fucking there. Like what's yeah. going on, do you know? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm completely opposite. I, I think it should be censored and taken off, put into it should band, be banned. Banned viewing. Cancelled. Banned viewing. No chance, man. If you haven't seen Lee, she's back in action. Do yourself a favor, guys. Oh, Dogs me, don't oh speak, my. Man. <laughs> they say quack, boy. You like Donald. <laughs> that includes the episode, <laughs> Donald, anyway. Donald. <laughs> Donald's different. Throw back to a few weeks ago. <laughs> who who in the end? It, it was exactly 50-50. Are you fucking kidding It was me? exactly 50-50. Oh, my God. Which I think says so much about the world. For, for people who don't know, I, I put up a, a couple of weeks ago, we yeah. were like... 
I prefer Daffy Duck and Brendan prefers Donald Duck. Donald. So I put up a poll on the Instagram page to see who would win. And it came out exactly 50-50. And it says so much of the world. Half of the world is Daffy, half the world is Donald. That kind of makes... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I checked it out. And I remember when I first looked at it, it was like all the way Donald. Like mostly Donald. And I was like, yes. It was it was all the way Donald and at the beginning, I remember. I and for a little bit, on. Daffy was winning. Yeah, then for, I checked <laughs> later on and it was Daffy. And I was like, what? Yeah, by the time what? the poll had concluded, it was 50-50. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Guys, se- send in send in letters. It can't. Which oh, one? I thought you were going to ask them to vote in the poll. Which one? Send in the letter. Who should have won? Daffy or uh, Donald. The first letter we open wins. The first letter we open wins. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> It'll be Timothy. <laughs> in the end. It will be t- or maybe Cormac. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, it'll be Christopher. He should only be listening to this episode. Oh, you Christopher, mean, like, Christopher Morris, of course. You know. Does your dad ever listen to the podcast? Uh, well, he will be now because... Uh, you, you let know, him know. To- he he he's was on the phone earlier on sure. offering sponsorship. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. One more quick shout. Russian oligarchs, you know. Looking for some uh, plutocratic money laundering services. Love you guys. Hit us up. You guys are freaking great. Yeah. That concludes the episode anyway. <laughs> awesome. What would, you, what would you rate it? I give it an 8.5. Mm. That was a great mm. episode. Yeah. Um, this 8.5, I thought it was a really fantastic episode. I don't, I don't really have much criticism, but I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't put it high enough to be a 9. Like, I, I really, really liked it. Yeah. My only real criticism could be I felt that the... Marriage being worried that her son could be a bad person thing could have gone a little further. But at the same time, I I, I agree with you that the, the Bart stuff going on was so yeah, freaking cool. It was so enjoyable. I didn't need to, yeah. I thought Bart had an amazing art in this episode. It was some of the most one of the most interesting utilizations of his character yeah. in, in, in a good while, yeah. yeah. Just seeing how far he takes this villainy. In, even from the very first moment that this comes in, him in the hospital immediately pretending to be Milhouse and pretending to be sick yeah. for his own... For his own benefit, it was so like oh, it, this is such an interesting version of this character. A great Bart storyline, absolutely. Was, it was like just like the right the right kind of storyline for Bart to be like you know the kind of like menace bratish but enjoyable brat. Definitely, you know? mm. I, I think this was the most like well rounded and impressively written episode of the season thirty one I've seen so far. Really? Yeah. Was yeah. your favorite episode so far? Uh, I would say yeah. I, I would probably rate it like when I'm looking at it like uh, I think it's I think it's I probably rated like you know. Um, the one with Homer's booty, like really, really high. Yeah. Okay, mm. but I'm th- I was thinking about. What about, about Todd? Okay? Todd White House, forsaking me. Uh, terrific one too, but I was I, I'm thinking about fire. actually just story well told. Keeping yeah, sure. it Simple. Mm. This one had uh, for me the greatest, uh, just like like overall narrative yes. push through it as well because they kind of they got to tap into this real thing mm. commentary on the actual cultural impact and feeling of watching those movies and being in those movie theaters. Yes, and they could use almost identical homages if they wanted to because they're part of the Disney universe and make really yeah, funny Disney could, yeah. jokes they, they and get so much. Anthony and Joe Russo fantastic you know, in the yeah. room. It's, it's, it's so many enjoyable characters Kevin Feige like Feige mm-hmm. playing fucking Chinos yeah that's, 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 you know. it was great seeing them not holding back on making fun of this world while also getting the heads of this in on the joke yes. you know it was yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Which really nice to a, see it's quite a Simpsons thing isn't it? always making fun of, of, of themselves as much as they can or mm. their bosses as much as they can yeah totally yeah. Money, you know? it was great seeing them still kind of being like the, the rebels there even though they're owned by Disney now and everything yeah. you know, they, they, they're, they're yeah. allowed to continue being business as usual Disney's not making them restrict themselves in any way do you know that, that, makes, that makes me happy definitely, definitely. Yeah. if anything it's, it's enabling them yeah 100% yeah because they know the benefits Disney, of them yeah. too Mm. In the long run, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would give this uh, a 9.5. A 9.5, wow, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. I, I think that's similarly the highest I rated uh, some one of the other ones. I think that was the same rating you gave it for Todd. For yeah. the, oh, was it? I think so. Maybe the Fatoni one, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because see, I, was, I was trying to think of it, and I, I think I rated it, the, the Fatoni one 9.5. Mm. Um, 
but more because the idea of Homer's Boogie is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, it spawned... 9.5 for Homer's Boogie. Yeah. <laughs> Homer is a daddy with a king booty. It's of course. Back. But this is, for me, the, the best episode of Simpsons, episode, season 31 I've watched so far, I think. Mm, mm. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I had, I had another point to make about it that just left my brain. Oh, I, I, I love that um, this episode straight away gets the ball rolling that's that's another big thing i love about yeah. it there's yeah. no like a little five minute story before the main story it's it's right in and uh, i think a big part of that would be that it's a matt selman episode so at the end, yeah. yeah it's a matt selman yeah, yeah. episode felt very tight yeah felt his very episodes very are always just a little no offense to Gene, his episodes are always a little bit tighter i feel yeah they're, they're they're more like every scene matters you know while still being funny and, and embracing the comedy and everything every scene is important to the plot of the episode definitely definitely mm. um that that's really that's really it. it's just a very tight coherent story it, it it kind of i suppose yeah yeah is that trying to think of like like anything else really mm. um checks out as, as you said like you know that it was there was matt selman there at the end yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I I when know, his name came up, I was not surprised. I definitely know what you mean now by the feeling of difference between like, their episodes. It feels a lot more like, uh, yeah, like like he like you can feel his presence as showrunner in those episodes, mm. even if that's the wrong term. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's it, it's 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 he's leading the writing room anyway. Yeah. I know that much. That the ones where his name comes up first as, as an, ex- an executive producer, he's the one who's leading he's the writing yeah. room for those episodes, <clears> and the ones where it's Al Jean first. Yeah, Al Jean led the writing room. Yeah. So yeah, so so they're like joint showrunners. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah, that, that's yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you really can't feel just kind of the fingerprints on it a bit more. Yeah. No, hundred percent. But yeah. yeah, fantastic episode. Mm-hmm. Would you like some Simpsons news? Live from a young man's bedroom in Cork City, it's Simpsons news. Uh, so we had three very inter- interesting pieces this week. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, firstly, we had Ted Cruz. Um, Warrant is um, basically the the the, the Simpsons predicted, the, predicted something again. Mm. Uh, this is quite an interesting one, and it's quite uh, it's funny but also unfortunate that this is so similar to a Simpsons gag. Is that uh, basically Ted Cruz warned his uh, his constituents of Texas? I don't know was he a mayor or a senator or something for Texas. I didn't read into read into that much, but he warned them and uh, recommended to everyone to not leave their house unless for very essential purposes and, and to not go beyond their kilometer. Um, ho- ho- however far that is, mm-hmm. not, not going beyond their kilometers. And um, it was later revealed that in that video that that, that they were shot from Cancun, where yeah. he is vacationing. You heard about that, yeah? yeah? yeah. And um, it is very similar to the the episode that people are saying predicted coronavirus. Um, in that episode, ah. Mayor, Mayor Quimby sends out a message oh, yeah. urging people uh, to to be careful and stuff like that, and that he ha- he'd be cancelling his um his holiday to. I think Barbados, it was Barbados, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, like, a guy comes in, like, with the bongos, and it pans out, and he's, like, there <laughs> on a beach with just, like, a fake office, but he's still wearing, like, little shorts. <laughs> he's on his vacation. So, anyway, it's it's a funny one. It's great, yeah. <laughs> very, that's a great, very that's a great little unfortunate story. how accurate that is, yeah. And then two other um, cool little uh, pieces of news for, like, the, the, the future of the show. Mm. is uh, Al Jean reveal an upcoming episode in the 32nd season entitled Drama Queen. Mm. Um, or sorry, not Drama Queen, Diary Queen. Um, we'll revolve around Bart finding the diary of Edna Krabappel in Sprinkle Elementary. And um, basically oh, reads wow. this journal. And it'll show flashback scenes. And they will be using the voice of Marsha Wallace, who was long passed away 
using like old archive footage of her to bring the character back for one last episode, and, and the episode will basically be a finale, a, a proper send off for that wow. character. Oh my yeah. god, that's that's that sounds wonderful. Yeah, I, I really really love this concept. Yeah, really really awesome. Looking forward to that. Mm. And our final piece of real Simpsons news this week is uh, Kevin Michael Richardson, who's been a long-time voice actor on the show, voices mainly ensemble parts, has been confirmed to take over Harry Shearer's part wow. as uh, Dr. Hibbert. So, oh, wow, congratulations, Kevin oh, Michael Richardson. Yeah, wait that's awesome. to hear what he does with that. Yeah, it's awesome. Very oh, happy for him. I can't wait just to hear fucking Kevin Michael Richardson laughing all the time. Yeah, his interpretation <laughs> of it would be really cool. I, I think he's a fantastic voice actor. I love the work he does in The Simpsons, so I'm glad to see yeah. him like finally getting like yeah. a, a, a a major character in it. His Super voice cool. is just like um, a bath of cocoa. Yeah, really. yeah, exactly. Like just Smooth caramel. Velvet, drinking velvet. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love his voice. Such a fantastic so voice, yeah. So yeah, I can't wait to see what he does with Dr. Hibbert. That'd be, that'd be super cool. Yeah, that's all my Simpsons news. You want some fake Simpsons news? Throw it at me. And play that rip. Yardley Smith has turned invisible recently. Whoa. Marge's hair to be changed to a peach maroon haze in season 37. And Homer's butt is to receive a spin-off titled King Booty Livin'. Whoa. Yeah. The three pieces of news. Three pieces of news today. <laughs> what inspired yeah. you to give us three? Um, you could have spanned it out into three I different podcasts. Just, no, you true. I, I'm trying to do this thing what because there was because there, there was more fake news to be reported on Dylan of course you know I had three pieces of real news was, you had three yeah, pieces of fake yeah, news in, yeah in the in the zeitgeist of you know <laughs> what Matt Groening shouts to me at our bins every night ah, that's of course. you know where I get my fake symptoms yes yes you know what I mean um, <laughs> it's um, from, from the tortured mind of, <laughs> of that man uh, so but there was just more news this week to be mined from you know his mind as there so. was for me yeah yeah exactly it was, it was, good, exactly. It was a good news week for both of us yeah, yeah exactly mm. you're very lucky in your, in your way that you can never really have a slow news week well unless you choose for well, there to be one well you know there's slow only fake so news much week. fake news <laughs> out there that's true that's true <laughs> you didn't hear about the the fake news shortage recently i, I didn't hear about, about it in fake, fake news, news no in fake news times no i hadn't heard anything yeah, you should definitely not read that <laughs> i won't what i can't Whoa. i will you shall <laughs> not <laughs> so can you remind me again Yardy Smith has turned invisible Yardy Smith has turned invisible Marge's hair has been turned Marge's hair to be maroon. changed to a peach slash maroon haze in season 37 mm. and Homer's butt is to receive a spin-off entitled yes. King Booty Living King Booty Living I mean I would, I, I would love that oh, Homer is a daddy with a King Booty 100%. it has been confirmed it's inevitable I, I, I feel like we're a major contribution to the fact that, Absolutely. It, that it's now getting its own podcast <laughs> its own podcast its own TV it's show podcast, uh, its own podcast too apparently it's, it's the beauty it's been in Homer's shadow for too long it's stealing too much uh, uh, focus in the shows yes they all the writers cannot help but no. write about that booty so it's getting its own absolutely 32 show. years too long <laughs> finally <laughs> finally in regards to Yardley Smith turning invisible is she not going to be voicing Lisa anymore does anyone know what's happening well she can still make sound yeah um, yeah it's just she's, she's not hiding or anything she, she just is her. invisible okay that's what it is but she know? can go to the studio and be like hey I'm Yardley yeah but like let's I mean, do some recording you know you can just go in a room and be like Yardley go to the studio you know maybe she's in here you know it's that isn't just maybe she's here right now you know what I mean exactly though because it's like you can't just say in every single room that's true. Yardley go to the studio and she doesn't have like power she can't make herself uninvisible she's just like permanently um well I respected her privacy on this matter that's fair that's fair I, you, you reached know, out I got, a, I got a few comments much. but you know it, 
Um, yeah, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to push too hard on that one. That's fair. Well, your voice is so iconic; it'd be a real shame if somebody else took over as Lisa. But you know, Aww. what can you do? It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah a totally. great voice. Yeah, a very unique voice. Um, but yeah, I guess that's everything, really. Hmm. What type of guy? Um, yeah, we, <laughs> we, we had a pretty tight run. Yeah, pretty tight, pretty sharp podcast guys yeah absolutely thank you as always for listening thank you to christopher morris chris morris breton's dad boris (laughs) whatever you want to go as thank you for sponsoring thank you the ever so uh, wonderful uh, bad guy oligarchs (laughs) what should we do now kiss i guess